ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to the Magic Kingdom. To all who come to this happy place, welcome to Uncovering Disney Magic. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my wife, Rachel. She's a travel agent with the company Small World Big Fun, where they make big fun easy. She specializes in Disney destinations all around the world. Together, we have a combined 50-plus trips to Disney destinations. So now we invite you to sit back, relax, and let us help you uncover the magic. Welcome back to episode 29 of Uncovering Disney Magic. I'm Rachel, here with my husband, Zach. Hello. We are back today to talk to you about a couple of different things. Uh, When we left you last time, we, well, it was a cliffhanger for Zach. It was not a cliffhanger for me. Uh, We were getting ready to head to Walt Disney World for our daughter Catherine's first birthday. So we're going to talk about that for a little while. And then we're going to talk about um, some travel trends that we are seeing in the theme park, I guess, Orlando theme park business, or at least that I'm seeing right now. So we'll start you want to start tell them where we stayed tell them what you thought yeah so we now we've been back for three weeks now i believe does that sound right to you yeah three weeks two two weeks two weeks no three weeks three weeks yeah so we've been back for three weeks now and whenever we we, so we went down what it was thursday we Mm -hmm. left thursday morning and this whole time i did not know where we were staying um so we we got to Orlando, we landed at about 10.30, and Rachel actually already had a text message on her phone uh, saying that the room was ready. Now, I didn't know where it was ready at or whatever, um, but we did rent a car again, um, so we went and picked up, we actually had, we only had one suitcase this time, but we went, picked up our suitcase. Yeah, um, can we just take a minute to acknowledge that I fit all of our things in one suitcase? Yeah, all three of us had... Like, so I don't think we had any. Well, we had a, we had a couple pieces of clothes, um, and a carry on, but that was about it. Well, that was a diaper bag because right. you don't leave right. the house without an extra set of clothes. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was a short weekend, but we were able to fit everything into uh, one suitcase and still be under the weight limit, which is kind of by funny. like half a pound. Um, so yeah, we rented a car, and I did not know where we were staying literally until we pulled in, um, because Rachel gave me directions. Um, as we arrived on property, she was like, okay, all right, now turn right here and then keep going straight or whatever. And whenever we got to roughly close to where we were, I had it narrowed down to, it was either Old Key West or Saratoga Springs. And she told me to turn right and it was into Old Key West. Um, so this is actually my first time ever staying at Old Key West and hers as well. And Catherine's. Um, and, And Catherine's. Um, but yeah, it was our first time ever staying there. Um, we had a studio, I believe it was in building 52. Mm-hmm. Um, it was at the very south end of, uh, I guess you can say the resort property there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it, well, I will talk a little bit. I was going to say, so I'll tell you why I picked it. So 
Old Key West is a deluxe villa resort. It's the original Disney Vacation Club hotel. So when they built this hotel, they built the rooms absolutely ginormous. Um, when you stay or when you have a deluxe studio, you have typically, and this is the hotel that is the exception, you have one queen bed and then a pullout and then the mini kitchenette area. So we had a fridge, a microwave, a coffee pot, a sink, and, and like some silver, yeah, like they, dishes, they silverware, plates, cups, yeah, that kind of right. stuff. Um, so I picked this par- partially because we hadn't stayed there before and I wanted to experience it. Partially because the room is super, super huge, which this is the first time that Zach and I had stayed in a room with Catherine ever. Like with the exception of when we were in the hospital, we haven't slept in the same room as her. So I wanted to make sure that with our suitcase the stroller her pack and play all the stuff i wanted to make sure that we had enough room and i can tell you we had so much room it was i mean it was ridiculous so old key west studio rooms have two actual queen size beds it's not a bed and a pullout it's just a bed um so we slept closest to the window then there was a bed between us and Catherine, and we put Catherine on the far wall next to the balcony or the the porch because we were on the first floor. Um, but it was perfect because we had room to um, put her bottles out and wash those every night. We had a place to put them so they weren't on the bathroom counter. It was it was really nice. Yeah, um, we also had a nice like kitchen table um, oh, we yeah. could sit down and eat at whenever because we ate in our room a couple times um, for lunch and dinner. Um, but even with all that, we still had a whole bunch of floor space where she could run around and roll around and do whatever else. True. With with a stroller and a pack-and-play right. set up the whole time. I mean, she probably still had, what, like 20 square feet? Uh, maybe more than that. I, I mean, mean it, it was a lot. It, it was it, a lot. Compared to, compared to every other hotel room that we've stayed in at Disney, I mean, it... Well, an actual room, not right. like a one or two bedroom. Right. But there's a lot of room for her, and especially whenever you add on that she had... Um, the kitchenette space and then the bathroom that we had was really big too Um, so we had a lot we had more than enough space in a studio for the three of us yeah and it was it was really reasonably priced too with the i had so i had it booked with the annual pass holder discount and then i checked a couple weeks before we left and there was a better discount with the disney visa promo so i saved us like 160 dollars by rebooking it that was a pleasant surprise yeah, um, it was also, but it was really inexpensive. Yeah. But the so part of it though was I, I wasn't super, I didn't love our building just because it was literally the furthest away you could be from the food and the the main pool and that kind of stuff. But when I did online check in, I did prioritize. We were getting there at ten thirty in the morning over location of the, the room. So I couldn't be too grumpy about it. Um, especially because the bus did drop off right outside our hotel or right outside our, our room. But I just, that was my only complaint of the whole place. There's either four or five bus stops, um, for all, I think there's 58 buildings at Old Key West. I think it's around, it's around 58. Um, and one of the bus stops just happened to be right outside our room. So that was great whenever we, um, did ride the bus. Mm -hmm. Um, the other nice thing is, so the... The walk was, what, about a 12-minute walk, 15-minute yes. walk, something like that, um, to the main building. And 
it was a really nice walk. So it was very shaded. Um, it's not like you're walking just through a parking lot. Yeah, There's huge sidewalks. Sidewalks, and you're walking a, a little bit of it is along a golf course as well. Like one of us, the golf course um, runs through Old Key West um, in our our little porch area. So we were on the first floor. Um, so you could see a little bit of the golf course, but if you were on a higher floor in our building, you would be overlooking, I think it's uh, hole number five maybe, um, right over the fairway. Um, but yeah, as we were walking um, to the main building a few times, uh, we got to see people teeing off and playing golf on a couple of the holes. Um, so that was really nice. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it was a really nice walk. So it was a long walk, but it was, it was still nice and enjoyable. So yeah, Old Key West does have studio rooms and then one, two, and three bedroom options as well. So if I, in my opinion, if you're not going to the park every day and you just kind of want to hang out at the hotel, that's a really, really great option. And I do think that post COVID someday when the boat comes back to Disney Springs, that's going to be even more convenient because right now um even though you have to bus to all of the theme parks um they do sometimes or pre-covid i guess have a boat running to disney to and from disney springs so if you're not planning on going to the parks every day and you're just going to head over to springs for dinner really great option and really really not expensive yeah especially for what you get there yeah to think that i think our room was maybe 40 or 50 dollars more than just a moderate um yes it, you you really do get and you get a ton more space yes plus the kitchen and you i mean the the amenities at that resort where i think were, were, were very good oh i um, thought it was i beautiful. mean there was um you have the full service restaurant olivia's um at the main building um there's a quick service um that's at the main building and then there's also another quick service that wasn't open when we were there um but it's at one of the quiet pools um, that you can get some food and stuff there as well. And a I, little bar it, yeah, that you uh, went to. Yep. There's also, um, I think it's the Gurgling Suitcase, which is an unbelievable um, <laughs> name for a bar. But it's really cool in there. So it's not a bar that you really go and sit down at, like inside. It's kind of a grab-and-go type thing. Now, you could there have they had room for two seats at the bar, um, but the majority of people... Would there have been more if no, COVID wasn't a thing? Nope. It was really small inside. So it was one of those... You get, you order your drink, they give it to you, and then it seems like everybody just goes outside and sits on. They had uh, picnic tables all over the place um, that we ate at a couple times, but it seems like that was the trend to just get your stuff and then go eat at a picnic table that overlooked the water or overlooked the pool, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't get to see very much of the main pool. I know you walked in, took a few pictures. It was pretty. Yeah, they had, um, so the deluxe and deluxe villa hotels have oh and do moderates what's that moderates have water slides uh they have yes no. yeah they've yeah Is it, yeah they have water slides all of them yes yeah, yeah so i guess there's only two open right but yeah coronado springs has the one at the temple pool or whatever you want to call that um, you're right and then caribbean, caribbean beach, beach has, has the one at the the uh, pirate ship or whatever you you're right as well. you're right so moderate deluxe and deluxe villas all have water features and water slides that oh deluxe has the kids the area kid areas. that's yeah. what i was my bad um so there was a water slide that was shaped like a sand castle with a mickey in it so you come out you come out of the mickey you head. come out of the mickey head and it was really cute. I mean, it was just different than anything else that's available. Um, and there was really, I mean, 
we'll talk about it a little bit here in a couple minutes, but there was nobody there yeah. ever at any point. Yeah, <laughs> so. there was there wasn't a single time <laughs> while while we were at the resort, there wasn't a single time that we had somebody in front of us ordering food or ordering a drink yeah. or I don't or know. At the gift shop. I was going to say you went to the gift shop. There was nobody in there whenever I walked in there. I don't know how the check-in was cuz I kind of waited in the car. Oh, there whenever was you nobody in, there. in. So let's talk about yeah. that. It has improved and I don't know that it was because of my grievance, but so okay. So as of January 1st, Disney stopped giving complimentary magic bands to guests staying on property. They are now discounted at $5 per standard color magic band, which really just means any solid color is $5. Whereas if you were not staying on property or were just purchasing them on Shop Disney, they're $14.99 and up. So I decided for the benefit of research and my clients to forego our $5 magic bands and bring our own just in case the alternate was a flop and pick up what are called key to the world cards at check-in so we had already done online check-in and they made a really big deal out of making sure that we did online check-in to avoid having to come to the front desk and then they were like hey if you don't have magic bands you have to come to the front desk to get key to the world cards that makes no sense that completely like goes against all the things that you just, you know, help with social distancing, do online check-in. Eliminate the need for like face-to-face contact. Well, and they seriously, I mean, they had signs throughout, like on the walkway to the lobby. Once you were in the lobby, if you've already done the online check-in, you don't need to be here. Just go directly to your room. We'll text you your room number. But if you don't have a magic band, you have to go to the front desk to get a, a key to the world card. So a key to the world card basically works the same as a magic band, but you don't wear it on your wrist. You have to put it in your wallet or on a lanyard. Um, I mean, it's like a credit card, basically. It looks almost exactly like a credit card. So I walked up and I said, you know, we're checking in today. We'd like to pick up our key to the world cards, please. And so this lady, very, very kind, pulls out two key to the world cards. Now, Catherine does not need one because she's not too... And I don't need to have a room key for anything. So key to the world card acts as your room key and your theme park ticket. Um, and charging privileges. It gives you charging privileges. And it. Um, if you purchase Memory Maker, you can scan your magic band. Or I'm sorry. You can scan your key to the world <laughs> card to get your photos. I will talk about that again in a moment. So... I don't know, I maybe I'll have to find a picture of it, but I don't really want to post it on my Facebook, so just Google it. Before Magic Bands in, whatever, 2013? 12? 13, something like that. They had Key to the World cards with Tinkerbell on them, but they would mail them to you, and they would have your name. The, they didn't get mailed to you. you picked, they printed your name on it there. Yeah. What? Then what did we get in the mail? Maybe a luggage, the luggage tag tags? or something. They yeah. didn't send you your keys no, before? No, they printed them there whenever you got there. Okay. Well, they were printed on, So, but it had your name, the dates that you were going, yeah. the the valid dates of your theme park tickets, and if you had charging privileges or not right. on, the, on the outside of the card. But it was, like, actually printed onto the card, like... Yeah. Not, this didn't have anything. This didn't have anything. But it was it was seriously like somebody found yeah. a stack of a hundred thousand cards 
from 2010 and were like, oh, we should use these instead of giving people magic bands anymore. So I'm like, wait, it doesn't even have my name on it. Like you aren't even going to print it. So this lady, again, very, very nice lady. And I didn't say anything to her, of course. Like it's not her her fault at all. No, (laughs) it, it had nothing to do with her. She was just doing her job. So she took a Sharpie and she wrote my name on the back of one and Zach's name on the back of the other. And she's like, here you go. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, this isn't even a cool souvenir. This is not practical. This is not anything. So I'm like, basically, they just want you to spend $5 on the Magic Bands, which is fine. But I was not pleased with the alternate at all. Now, we have a chain of Magic Bands that I can literally jump rope with. That's how many we have. So I guess I kind of feel like if they wanted to say, hey, first one's on us. You know, if you're a first-time guest, you are, you know, here's your free magic bands for your travel party. Yeah, but next time you come but back, But next you time bring you it. come back, either bring it or give us $5 for the second one. I'm fine with that. I think that that would have been a reasonable substitute or a reasonable compromise because did we take advantage of it? Absolutely. Did, you know, but but people that are first-time travelers that yeah. now at this point have no other well, they have an option. I really don't recommend the free option. Key to the World cards are so inconvenient. So in addition to them being inconvenient, one kicker to it is if you're on an attraction that does not have a scan your photo pass card at the end of the attraction, you don't get the photo. So for example, Pirates of the Caribbean has a, a right before you go down the drop hill, they take your picture. If you have a magic band on, what is that, an RFID? Yeah, it has a chip in there chip that, that knows. That it links your picture to your magic band, which links it to your My Disney Experience account. If you don't have a magic band that's three years old or newer, you don't get that picture because the technology was not in the magic bands, nor does the key to the world card have that capability. So if you're going to pay $169 for Memory Maker, you should purchase a magic band to make sure you get all of the pictures that you are paying for. Now, at first, it was all or nothing, from what I understand. You either purchased a magic band for everyone in your travel party or nobody got one. So even, like, Catherine would have had to pay for one. However, I'm learning that if you call, you can pick and choose. So, like, if Zach just needed one, he was going to be our designated whatever pay for food guy and memory maker guy and whatever you can avoid paying for one for everyone but i don't know if fast passes come back that's going to be super inconvenient to not have a magic band just being able to scan your magic band into the park for me is just so much more convenient say example you're you're have a 13 year old or something like that and you want them to be able to buy a bottle of water or whatever else Mm -hmm. it's a whole lot easier for that 13 year old to wear a magic band than than to give them a card and put it in their pocket and hopefully they don't lose it right i mean a magic band is on your wrist and you can probably feel it if it's falling off which i've never had one fall off but um i feel like that would be a lot easier for somebody like that. True. So, so so true. I agree. So now, fortunately, in the last, maybe it was Monday, 
we're recording this about 15 minutes before it gets posted on Friday. So I think it was Monday. WDWNT posted pictures of the new Key to the World cards with the designs on it that don't have a blank space for your name and your travel dates and all the other stuff. Which reminded me of what Universal does. Because you remember theirs have characters and stuff on their cards. Well, they have characters on them, but I just, I laughed because like seven people that I work with tagged me in it and they're like, Rachel, good news! Because I wrote a terribly horrible, very negative review on mine (laughs) to to my agent page and I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. So they at least came up with an alternate and I don't know, I didn't check the gift shops and maybe I should have to see... If the lanyards are going to be a thing again, a thing again, like more so. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. When they said they discontinued magic bands, I purchased 250 lanyards for any clients that just wanted key to the world cards instead of paying for magic bands. But I really, really would encourage people to use magic band. Like yeah. it's just it, it's just so much more convenient for five for five dollars a person. And I wish. I wish they would have just bundled it or let me bundle it some other way because one thing that I've always liked about Disney is that it's just all included. Yeah, and now I'm kind of like, oh, by the way, it's another five bucks yeah, here, added, five bucks add here. a dollar per room night. And yeah. So you know it's covered. And nobody would know. So, end rant there. But moral of the story, buy magic bands. Yeah, so that was also our review of <laughs> Old Key West, too. Um, but I guess, do you want my full review on Old Key West, or do you want to get into oh, yeah. where if, we, if what we did? If you have more to say about it, No, sure. I was just going to say, so um, by the time we checked out um, on our last day, um, I would truthfully, and I told a couple of my friends this um, uh, two weeks ago, whenever we got back, but I think it would be in my top three resorts. Um I really do believe that for what you get, for what you spend, there's not much that you can match. Well, and, and I should say that's that's for me personally. Um, I'm not a oh I need to stay at Pop Century because the theming is awesome. Whatever, da 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 da. And people rate that as their number one resort or art of animation type of thing. Um, I just feel like whenever I was at Old Key West, it it truly felt like I was in a like a resort resort, if that makes any sense. I agree with you. The only thing that I don't like about it is that you can only take a bus. And I, I that's, and that's a, that's a big one for me. It is for you, but for me personally, now I know Catherine's not a big fan of, of the buses. Well, but the thing is, is that you're not the one that's packing the baby in and out of the yep. suitcase and the, I, the stroller. And I stuff. would say for our demographic, but. If you didn't have kids. Or if your children were 12. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, if you were there for a week and you were spending four days in the park and two days at a resort or just staying at the resort, I think that might be the best one to do it at. It's, and the thing is, I'm... so but they I'm don't in, have king beds. That doesn't bother me as much. It doesn't bother you, but if you were guaranteed a king bed, you wouldn't rather... I mean, if it's just me and you for a week. I would be okay with it. Okay. But I think also the fact that I enjoy golf and the fact that it's on a golf course is pretty awesome to me. Um, Whenever they open up the boat that goes to Disney Springs, that makes it even better for me because we spend a lot of time at Disney Springs. Yeah, even if you bus from... I believe it's only a seven minute boat ride and it drops you off right 
in the middle of the place. Right. And it's a very nice boat ride, boat ride from what I've heard. Um, so, yeah, I think it would be up in my top three with with Polynesian in, in Wilderness. Wow. Bold. It is bold, but I, I would stick to it. I, I really enjoyed it there. I think, I mean, even the... The theming doesn't punch you in the face that it's Disney, I guess, if you want to say. Like, it's not characters everywhere, but you still get the the little hints of Disney in the Mickey carpet. The and, yeah, the uh, Mickey in the pool. And, yeah, really I really fun. enjoyed it there. I okay. really did. Okay. I Yeah, I mean, I have quoted it a handful of times since we've gone since we've traveled just because I really do think it's a good room option for families that need the space um my my biggest concern is that when you have two kids and you have to take them both out of the the stroller to get to anywhere um right now you know but I don't know what kind of boat they have to and from Disney Springs to know if you have to unload that or not um that that's a strong kicker for me but I agree if it was, mm-hmm. if Catherine, you know, someday when Catherine's 10 and she doesn't need a stroller and all the other accessories that the baby comes with, yeah. um, that's a game changer for me. Yeah. I really well, like that one. Whenever I was growing up, um, uh, I think starting in like junior high or something like that, my family and I stayed at Saratoga Springs a lot um, whenever that opened up. And Saratoga Springs is right next to Old Key West. Um, I would I would rate Old Key West actually above Saratoga Springs that opened oh, recently. Totally agree. And I, I mean that's that's says something to me. I mean to think that that's the original. So that opened in '92, I believe, and I think it is way above Saratoga Springs. Now we have not stayed in a recently refurbished two bedroom. I've we're seen at. at Saratoga Springs. I've seen pictures oh. of them, and they're very, very nice. Right? Yeah, we've stayed. We well, we last time we stayed at at Saratoga in a two bedroom was oh, I think two three, bedroom three or four ago. years ago. Yeah, we've stayed in a in a studio in a one bedroom more right. recently, but yeah, we haven't stayed in a two bedroom there for a while. Um, okay, I think that's all. We yeah, that's that. about the resort. Yeah. Okay, so now let's talk about Gideon's Bakehouse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, really. Okay, so Gideon's Bakehouse is the new cookie store at. Oh no, we should talk about Everglazed first. I was gonna say we did a lot of stuff that first. We, night. Okay, so we arrived <laughs> on Thursday, and Catherine. I mean, we got up at six. We woke the baby up and put her in the car at six, and she really didn't sleep long enough on the airplane, so. Zach and I are fortunate enough to have been at Disney enough times that we were just kind of rolling with her cues and whatever she decided we were going to roll with. So we just kind of took it easy, went over to Magic Kingdom, walked around a little. She napped in the stroller. Um, there was nobody there. Like Mine Train had Literally. a Mine Train had a 25-minute wait. Yeah. I mean, there was nobody there. I took a picture in front of Cinderella Castle by myself um, with no other person on the ramp next to me on the compass by Zach. I mean, there was nobody there. Um, so it was now, kind this, of, this it was kind a, of eerie. It was a, what was it? Thursday before. So there was something the next weekend. What was the no, it was weekend? the weekend after president's day weekend. You're right. It was, yeah. Weekend after president's day. So the crowds were gone and it was a Thursday. So there were very little locals. Yeah. It was um, creepy. It really was like, and kind of eerie. Um, but 
super convenient if you want to actually do things while you're there. Um, so we hung out there for a little while and then we walked to the Contemporary to head to Disney Springs because right now there are no Disney Springs buses running from the theme parks, which I don't know why and I really hope they bring those back soon. I don't, like, I, I, I was they, surprised they didn't come back with hopping. I think they got rid of it because all the theme parks are closing earlier at night. So it's one of those, don't get on a bus to go to Disney Springs at 5 o'clock because the park closes at 7. So you can't, if you're coming back, you're not going to be able to get back to anything. But that's not their fault. It's not, but I don't think they want to put people it, in a weird situation where they finished eating dinner at 8 o'clock. And they're trying to get back to Magic Kingdom and they have to have an extra bus running. So I'm going to level with you. One, this is why you use a travel agent because they will tell you what the heck you're supposed to do. Two, that's why you stay on property so that when you go from Magic Kingdom to Disney Springs, you just go from Disney Springs back to Old Key West instead of having to go back to Magic Kingdom with your car. But don't tell me that this is a good idea (laughs) because it's not. But that's why you're doing it. But the, the the only reason why I don't know that I think that's true, or I don't think that's true, is because, so for example, you can book a, so Magic Kingdom closes at 7, as an example. You can book a Cinderella Royal Table reservation for seven fifty five. So There's... you're kind of frolicking through the park 55 minutes after it closes, but if you're not staying at Contemporary or mm-hmm. Grand Floridian, or Polynesian, I guess, because you could walk all the way but that's really far they do have other buses that just kind of like pick up stragglers yeah and it doesn't make any sense why they wouldn't want to okay park's closed so go home don't take a bus to disney springs or whatever and spend more money here i mean that doesn't make any sense why they wouldn't want to promote that so there's got to be something but you're you're right i mean if so we'll just leave it at that we went over to contemporary (laughs) Fine. We went over to the Contemporary and we caught a bus to Disney Springs because you can't do that directly from Magic Kingdom right now uh, to meet my sister and her boyfriend Manny for um, dinner. So when we did that, before we met them for dinner, we walked over to Gideon's Bakehouse to join their virtual line for chocolate chip cookie acquisition. So I guess... I don't think I've posted any pictures of the inside of Gideon's Bakehouse, but I did post last Friday a picture of the best chocolate chip cookie I've ever eaten in my entire existence. Um, But it's kind of a very creepy, not kind of, it's very creepy, um, little bakehouse, like corner shop thing that, so this person that invented, or that founded Gideon's Bakehouse is using the chocolate chip cookie recipe from a little boy sometime I want to say in the early 1900s but it might be 1800s can't remember I googled it while I was standing in line because it was really creepy in there (laughs) um but basically in this cookbook this little boy had drawn all of these very eerie creepy looking people on like just sketches on the back of this cookbook and so the theming of this restaurant is he's honoring the legacy of this little boy through his art and his cookies and so the music is very like vampire like dracula it almost it almost reminded me is whenever you first walk into the haunted mansion 
Now, I know it's oh, it's yeah. different, but that that's the vibe that it that's, gave me. Yeah, with like if the you, eerie if, flickering candle light. If you want, yeah, that's probably the best way to picture it. Now, it's not truly the haunted mansion, but that was the vibe that I got walking in there. Yeah, they even had this. I don't know how they did it, but they had like this little strip of fire in the front smoke, of the registers. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. Or steam, whatever they were using. Something, but it was pretty sweet. Um, fortunately. Catherine slept through that so you right so you join their virtual line and the virtual line basically puts you in line to go stand in regular line so they were like did they say 100 minutes 100 minutes which was fine because we had plenty of time so we walked around Catherine fell asleep in the stroller but while we were wandering we remembered that Everglaze Donuts was open so of course we had to go get donuts because like you can't not try a new treat at Disney Springs if you're there. So I got a glazed donut with white frosting and rainbow sprinkles, which is my favorite kind of donut. With was it homemade milk? It was something. It was whatever. Like their why special, did you say it was a big deal? Because well, they had a special board up there that they had whatever homemade chocolate milk, and then they had cinnamon toast crunch milk and fruity pebbles milk oh. and strawberry milk. So it was. <laughs> I'm not a milk drinker. I almost said it's freshly squeezed milk. <laughs> like orange Gross. juice. But it, what do you want to call it? Full fat milk? Like It I mean, wasn't it was just, full fat milk, though, because I don't really care for that. But it, it was, was... It was like, I think they actually called it gourmet milk. I maybe. mean, it was... It was definitely fresh. Like you could, I mean, it wasn't like straight out the cow, but it was, it definitely was fresh and it did not come from a gallon jug somewhere. Um, I thought it was fantastic. I enjoy donuts, but I'm not like, oh, this is amazing. It was a fantastic donut for even whatever, four or five o'clock in the afternoon. Um, you know, it wasn't like sitting out all day or whatever. I was really impressed. Yeah, they, so you waited outside. I went in to get them. Right. Um, they were actually making them fresh as, as I was in there. Like they had people. Oh, in they there. were restocking. Yeah, they, they. I think they make them fresh in house, and they just constantly turn them out throughout the day. Wow. So it was a fresh donut. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really good. What tell them what you got? So I think it was called like the peanut butter overload. Um, it was just a, a raised donut. Um, and then all their donuts, actually, I don't know if you noticed, but they all have what they call it Everglaze. They all have a little bit of a glaze going around the outside of the donut. Um, Didn't but I say a glazed donut with white frosting? I thought you said raised. But oh, maybe way, I did. Either way. Um, but then it had chocolate icing on top of that. And then it had peanut butter chips and peanut butter cups on top of it. It was beautiful. But I had to, I had to eat it with a fork and knife. It I mean, was beautiful. He told me to take a bite of it, and I didn't reciprocate because I felt that mine was way better. That's fine. I mean, mine was very good. I mean, if you're a peanut butter fan, and I I know Rachel's like a peanut butter fan, but I mean, like, if you're a peanut butter fan, like, you, like... <laughs> if you put emphasis on the right. um, that is your donut. And I know they have some, they specialize in cold brew, which is cold coffee, um, but they have something there as well that's like a peanut butter coffee, and then they take this donut and put it on top of that coffee. Um, and I think that's I, silly. And they they said that because I asked them what what's your number one seller, and they said it was the peanut butter, whatever. And I can see why. I mean, it's it's something out of the it's box. It's unique. It's unique, and it is very good. Were it was, they reasonably it was actually, priced? So it was it. 
I mean, I'm, it's a gourmet you, donut at Disney right. Springs, so let's not pretend like it wasn't at least five bucks. I think but. I think I I walked out of there with two donuts in the milk, and I think it was like fourteen fifty or fifteen fifty. So but it's, not it's awful. It's not awful, but it's still for a, Disney. It's still a four dollar and fifty cent five dollar donut. Which is a lot. They were huge, though. They were big donuts. I mean, it was equivalent if you went, if you go to. I a, mean, I guess the thing is, is that think about like you had two Reese's cups on top of your donut, yeah. so that's not. It's not like here's some sprinkles. Oh that no, I, th- I, th- cents I, th- I, I agree, and I was gonna say I think that it equivalents to like if you eat one of those, it's like eating two donuts somewhere else. Like how many opinion. Dunkin' Donuts? Maybe two and a half, because Dunkin' yeah. Donuts are kind of small. They're good, but they're not. I don't like Dunkin' Donuts. That's why I can't. But the thing, I mean, a Dunkin'. So put it this way: a Dunkin' Donut, Dunkin' Donuts donut is like a dollar and a quarter or something like that. Yeah. So two so, and a half of those. Right. Plus and, Reese's cups on top. And it's it's better quality. It's fresh. Okay. Yeah. So we did that, and then we wandered over to Chef Hartsmith's, which we did not have a reservation for, but we just got ourselves on the wait list, um, and we ate outside there. As always, food was great. Yep. Service was good. Company was good. Um, then we got our text to go back over to Gideon's Bakehouse. Yeah, it was good timing. So we got we actually I actually got the text back um, as our food was coming out, and it didn't say like you have to return immediately type of thing because I'm pretty sure they know that people were out doing things or whatever else. Um, so yeah, I got the text as our food was coming out. So we finished eating um, and then headed back over there. Um, to get in the actual line this time. Yeah, so it was a little bit misleading because I don't know where Zach got the idea that it was ten, like a 10-minute standby line. It was not. It was like a 35? I think we waited 30 minutes to get into the building. I mean, it was, it was well, 30 minutes to get into the building plus inside. another yeah. couple minutes inside. Yeah. Um, and that was definitely just because of social distancing and the way they had to, like, funnel the people. Um, no, I, I will say, so the girl working the line outside said that they were down a register so one of the registers wasn't working inside so instead of them having three registers they only had two so that i mean if you open up another register that's 33 percent of the time that we waited so next you know the wait's down to 20 minutes yeah which i mean had it had it even just felt like it was moving faster i wouldn't have been so agitated fortunately for all involved the cookie was phenomenal and i'm gonna level with you i don't love chocolate chip cookies with a ton of chocolate in them but this was like i mean this was legitimately good quality chocolate this wasn't like oh i went to the store and i bought the giant eagle brand semi-sweet chocolate chips yeah i mean this was like legitimate delicious i don't it wasn't dark chocolate i think it was milk chocolate chocolate. but it was not like bagged whatever um the the chips themselves were probably like the size of a dime like circumference wise i would say but they put actual flakes of sea salt on the cookies like i could see the sea salt and i've never had chocolate chip cookies with salt on them before absolutely life-changing life altering i mean if i would have had the milk from everglazed i would have eaten like three chocolate chip cookies right then at the moment because it was just they were killer and we will stand in line for them again yeah so we actually got uh four well we got six total your sister and manny took took one or yeah took one each but yeah we took four back um to our room and we 
Well, we gave one to your friend, Molly. True. Whenever we saw her. True. Um, but we, we, kept, we purchased one with the intention we, of giving it to Molly. We kept, we kept three three for ourselves and, and rationed them. Uh, we did. For all the nights that we were there. Yeah, they were good. Well, mine even got brought home. Half yeah, you of mine got brought home, home yeah. and he was trying to steal it from me. It was very good. Um, definitely. I'm hopeful that when, like, the M&M store or something else arrives that it i don't want to say yeah, it won't be as popular because of course i want them it, to do business but... i think it's going to be like how sprinkle sprinkles was I love when, sprinkles. when sprinkles first opened i mean they had the the line wrapped around the building and down yeah. this, down Which, across the bridge i'm gonna level no with people. you i'm gonna level with you though there is a gideon's bakehouse in orlando so i have no idea what all the locals are doing there like why would you come to springs to now I don't know what the the theming is like at the other because the other is just the, what, what the, I have the no idea. Orlando Market or whatever they call it, but who knows what that one looks like? Well, still, if you can just oh, walk yeah. in and get your chocolate cookie and leave, and who knows what the hours are at it? Because it might true. it might close at two o'clock, else. and well, it's like well, I want a cookie at night. Yeah, I That's guess that's the only place you can go. Okay, so that was Thursday. Then Friday, we woke up and went to Animal Kingdom. Did it rain? Uh, no, no, it didn't rain till Saturday. No. Oh, that's right. It was hot. It was hot and it was really pretty. Yeah. Um, so it you, wasn't... It, it was... I was comfortable. I was going to say, it was like 70 degrees. I which think. is like perfect for me uh, relative to the 900 billion degrees that it usually is. So we went to Animal Kingdom, uh, but we were very, very, very cognizant of... We were planning to park hop over to Epcot because my friends um, were coming to visit... Um, starting Friday night and then we were spending Saturday with them so we kind of goofed a little on Thursday and pulled a do as I say not as I do thing and I'm always like you have to follow the pace of the kids you have to follow the pace of the kids because if you wear the kids out nobody's gonna have any fun Catherine was awake from 6 a.m. until about 10 15 p.m. with maybe like an hour napping in between maybe an hour and a half maybe um so that kind of got pretty ugly kind of quick there at the end um we just kind of kept going from one thing to the next and she was okay and then she kind of like doze in and out but to be honest she really has become more aware like when we went in november with her we had no issues everything was unicorns and rainbows and i not that i was expecting exactly that this time um but I wasn't expecting her to be so upset and so overstimulated. Um, and she does not like, I mean, not to be weird, but Catherine and I very rarely leave the house um, at home. So she doesn't see me in a mask very often. Um, so that that was rough kind of for everyone. So Friday, we made a, a very, very sincere point to, before we park hop, go back to the hotel and just sit. Even if she didn't sleep like just sit and not be you know, just be like, quiet and not yeah. walking around looking into whatever else is going on yeah so um hung out in animal kingdom really didn't do a whole ton i did yeah. find a new walking trail though when you went to get your fries oh yeah we said that, that i had no was, clue it was existed in, be- in, in between uh asia and africa yeah, and I really didn't know it was there, but it was a super sweet shortcut that yeah. I will continue to use. Um, and there were little picnic benches up there that, I mean, there were a ton of people trying to find 
places to sit for lunchtime. Um, yeah, that's the place to go. And there, there was nobody else up there. There's only one group of so I sat there for probably 15 or 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and I think only one group of people walked by us the entire time. Yeah, so we did that. Went back to the room, hung out there for a little while. We had turkey sandwiches from Olivia's to go, which if you've had the the turkey sandwich with the Lettuce, tomato, bacon, cranberry sauce, and mayonnaise at Disney. You've eaten that sandwich. It's just called something different because it's at Olivia's. Um, Very good, per usual. I I like that they... um, I mean, it it seems to be that the to-go food at the moment is doing really well. Like, they're not making stuff soggy or, like, they have quality containers. It's not like it wasn't... it, it, It wasn't an oversight, like, you can tell that they did a good job. So then we went over to Epcot, um, wandered through the World Showcase, and checked out Festival of the Arts that's going on for the next couple days. Um, but Flower and Garden Festival starts on the 5th, I think. Yeah, it's it actually it's it real be, soon. might be before that. I think they started switching Second, stuff over. Fifth? They're getting ready already. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. Um, lots of other stuff but i i always enjoy festival of the arts i think um the paint by number wall is cool the chalk art is cool um they used some of the construction walls as activities so they put big butterfly wings up um and people could go stand in front of them and take pictures so i thought that was nice um but then we saw a couple cavalcades. Actually, I mean, we saw a handful at Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom as well. But we also, whenever we were in Norway, right? That's where I oh, was. Okay. I was leading into. So we saw a handful of cavalcades, and Catherine really enjoyed the one with Pluto in it, per usual. Um, but then we walked over to Norway to meet my friend Molly and her daughter. Um, but we. She, they were standing over by these little houses waiting for Elsa and Anna to come out. And we were like, oh, cool. Didn't know these these were over here. So the cast member was like, hey, someone's going to come out soon. I don't know who's coming, but just hang tight. So uh, we hung out there and Molly's daughter talked to Elsa for a couple minutes. And then it was Catherine's turn to go over and Catherine was just staring at her. <laughs> like, I should know you from somewhere. You're very interesting. Do you want to be friends with me? I mean, she was just, like, totally enamored. So that was really cool. Um, and I, I really, I know that I, I've talked to a lot of people about, you know, oh, we can't hug characters anymore. No, you can't. But that was still a really cool interaction. Yeah. I, I don't feel like because Catherine couldn't run up to Elsa, she was missing anything. I feel like they've done a really good job of staging face characters and are they cartoon characters? The plush, plush ones? Yeah, I was say plush, yeah. <laughs> Not face characters. Um, they've done a really good job of putting them in positions to still be able to engage with guests and take selfies and you know wave and actually interact and i i do like that because there are fewer people and because the characters are a little bit more off the beaten path that you actually get a couple i mean molly's daughter sat and talked to elsa yeah like you don't usually get to sit and talk with it's normally get a picture okay next. right it's like okay thanks for coming sign my autograph book bye it, i mean you really get to like 
stand there and actually engage. So I was I was glad to see that children and grown-ups were able to actually engage and have legitimate conversations. I think that's a I mean kudos to to the uh, Queen Elsa for sure, but I I really feel like that's something that they did well. Um, so we did that. We went on Frozen Ever After after that. Yeah. And Catherine hated it. I mean, for whatever reason, she just was not digging the rides this time. So that was kind of fun. It's a pretty hilarious picture. Um, shout out to Memory Maker. Always worth the money. Um, so we did that. And then Molly and her daughter left. Uh, and we wandered over to um, the new pavilion in France. Be- I mean... It's not really like they just opened opened, another area. opened the new area that's going to lead us to the new uh, Remy. Is it Remy's Ratatouille? Yeah. What is what Remy's is? Ratatouille Adventure? Okay. Um, so you can't get far enough to see the show building or anything. Um, the new area was nice. They, from what I understand, they had to open it because they needed more bathrooms. Because the ones in Morocco are under construction, so just for per capita rules, you they had to open those. Um, I can tell you that unless the show building has a ton of standby space, that the line for Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is going to probably leave the park. Yeah, it's going to go and it's going to create a cluster in France. I think. Well, it's going to create a cluster in France, but I also think if they don't take, I mean, if they take it down to like Canada. Yeah. Then you're like totally screwed. I mean, there's just there's just nowhere to put people right. if you're trying to social distance and leave the walkways open and like and I, I don't know what the ro- the show building looks like, so it could have flight of passage yeah. capacity. I genuinely don't know, but that was something that I was kind of like looking around and I'm like, yikes, this is real tight. So who knows? Maybe they'll do virtual boarding groups or something i mean that would be really interesting just because the area is so small um i really don't know why they've only done virtual boarding groups with rise of the resistance that's very like i have i have no theory for that it's just very interesting that that that's the only one that they've chosen to stick with um and that it's remained a free option i don't know something to consider you don't look like you have no, anything to I, say for I, that. No, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting once it opens to see to see what what they do because they haven't had a ride open for the first time during COVID. So this is going to be the next, the newest thing that's opened since Rise of the Resistance, which opened in December of 2019. Right. So I don't know what it's going to be like for the demand to get into Epcot. Are they going to announce, hey, this is opening in in one week? Or is it just like, oh, one day it's, oh, it's open? Because they don't want the rush of people. That so, they're going to get anyway, but delay it as long as you can. Right. So I'm going to be interested to see how they handle the people and what they do for opening type of thing. Well, normally, I mean, I think they announced that Rise of the Resistance was opening December 5th, two months before that. No, it was way earlier than that because still, we did the annual I mean, pass holder preview in in August. Because don't you remember it was coming right. in two parts? Right, but still, I mean, to think they announced that that far ahead. True. What are they going to do with this? I mean, they're going to give it a heads up, or is one day it's going to be open? Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. So, did that went 
What did we have for dinner? Oh, you went over to yeah. Springs. Yeah, I, so we drove to Epcot, um, and whenever we left, I dropped Rachel and Catherine back off um, at our room, and then I drove over to Disney Springs and picked up pizza from, uh, pizza, what, how do you pronounce it? Just pe- Pizza Point. Pizza Point. Or pizza Ponte. Which is the best. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> which is the best pizza um, at Disney, in my opinion. Agree. So, yeah, that's what we, so, and I brought it back to the room. Um, we ate it at the at the kitchen table that we had. Yeah, in there. that was nice. So then the next morning we woke up and made our way over to Chef Mickey's to check out um, Chef Mickey's as a character meal because we ate there twice in November, but they didn't bring characters back until mid December. So this was our first interaction with characters at Chef Mickey's um, post COVID or during a mid COVID. Um, so I thought the, honestly, the food is so good. Like I, I don't love buffets so, and they don't have an omelet bar there in, in normal times. So Chef Mickey's for me, for the price is not always my favorite go-to. Um, but this food is really good. Um, they serve it family style, um, what was it? So they had a skillet with eggs, bacon, sausage, and brisket. Yep. Then, oh, and Mickey waffles. And then there was a separate plate with a Mickey-shaped pancake, funfetti pancake with whipped cream on it, which was very good. Then they had some sort of bananas foster. The banana bread French toast. Dessert. And they had potato. It was cheesy potatoes with like a it wasn't a tater tot it was like hard hash brown yeah Yeah. um but all of that came to the table all of the characters came around to the table um and interacted with us we got some really fun pictures and videos with the characters and Catherine. um i i noticed that they they rotate with a song that's playing over the the speaker system so our experience at Hollywood and Vine back in November was far longer because they could hang out for as long as they wanted. But Chef Mickey's rotated with the song. So you did still get an interaction. It was not nearly as long as previous interactions that we have had. Um, But I was still really impressed. I felt, I I don't know, I felt the food was really good. I felt the social distancing was more than enough. Um, I felt that the characters had a good routine. Yeah, I, I enjoyed, service was good. I enjoyed it as well. Um, it's I think it's a very good deal if you're going to if you want to see the characters. If you're going just to eat, I don't think it's a very good deal. I mean, we paid. When is it ever like? When is a character meal no. ever like a good use of food? Well, I'm saying I'm trying to think of a, a character meal that had like so so Crystal Palace. We 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 go for the food at Crystal Palace. Whenever they True, have the breakfast buffet. But it's overpriced because you're in the park. Right, but the, I still think their food is very good and it's worth the money that we pay. I think if we're going to Chef Mickey's, I don't think we're not going there because of the food. We're going there because of the characters. We're at Crystal Palace, we're going because of the food. Yeah, I guess that would be a pretty rare exception to me. I did not have a good experience when we went to Topolino's. I would be curious to go back to Topolino's right. to see if I had a better experience. Um, 
knowing what I know now about being able to order more food and that kind of stuff. Right. So there is that as well. Right, but I, I'll say, I mean, if you're go, if you want to see characters, and you want to have a character meal, as you call it, that's that's a very good one to have because it is directly next to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Um, there are only so how many character meals are there right now? There's one. Four. So there's yeah. So there's that. There's Hollywood and Vine. There's Topolino's, and, and there's Garden Grove at Epcot. So if you're in the Magic Kingdom area, that's the that's the place you have to go to. And I think now it's only open for breakfast as well, I believe. Correct. So it's yeah, Topolino's, very Topolino's, Topolino's, and Chef Mickey's breakfast, Garden Grill, and Hollywood and Vine are lunch. And dinner. And dinner, sorry. But yeah, if you're going to Magic Kingdom, it's a very good idea if you want to get breakfast there and then go spend the rest of your day in the park because you can just walk right over, which sure. is nice. And it, I mean, the the experience was fast. Like, they're making food all the time, right. so it's not like you're waiting on, you know, I'll have my breakfast special with right. whatever. It's like everybody gets the same thing. Um, so I thought that was really good. And then we went over to... Oh, it was raining. That's what. That's why we yeah. were kind of stalled for a little while. Um, so it was raining pretty hard. So Molly and my friend Molly... So Molly and Jody are two of my very good friends that live in Texas and are on the Small World Big Fun team with me. And I talk to them in some way, shape, or form just about every day. Um, but they had never met Catherine in person. So we organized basically a girl's trip plus Zach. They crashed Catherine's birthday weekend and it was my friend Molly and her daughter and then um, my friend Jody and her daughter. So we, between the three of us, we had a one-year-old, a four-year-old, and a nine-year-old. And that was, I mean, the, the point basically aside from them meeting Catherine was that we were going to put together this thing that there's some, something for everyone to do at Disney. So... We caught up with them, had some lunch, watched a couple of cavalcades, went on Peter Pan, um, Little, Mermaid. Little Mermaid, checked out a couple other things, but I mean, we had just a great time. Catherine was so excited to see the girls, um, so excited to to meet my friends. I mean, she basically like crushed Saturday. Like she was so excited to see faces that she usually sees on my phone in person so that was really cute yeah it was also interesting so we wrapped up the day um we got a dinner reservation mm-hmm. while in the park at liberty tree tavern for seven o'clock i think i got the reservation at like six o'clock um but yeah the three of us went to liberty tree tavern and ate dinner there i don't that was the first time i ever ate there i don't know i've been there before but it's been a while you said so i mean you haven't been there well i haven't been there in covid era when it was just family style that's all there is there but you got to pick, no, no you got to pick. It's always been family stuff. I know, but you got to pick between two different things. You definitely did. You definitely did. Okay. I'm not saying that was like 10 minutes ago, but there was a period of time in which you got to pick between two different okay. things. But yeah, so we, they, that was everything family style. So they started out, they brought a salad and rolls for the table. And Zach was stupid and ate the whole salad. Well, it was very good. Like and I, I never something. get my money's worth from eating at places like that. But then they come out after that um, with with turkey, pork, and um, pot roast. And then mashed potatoes, green beans, macaroni and cheese, and stuffing, I think. 
I don't think. Am I Did you say anything? gravy? No, in gravy. Um, so yeah, you get all of that stuff, all served family and style. Rolls. And if you want more, <laughs> if you run out of something, like, hey, I'm out of macaroni and cheese, or hey, I'm out of pot roast, they'll bring oh, you just that, was, that. That was the same thing at, at Chef Mickey's, too. What's that? You could order more. Right. So, and then on top of that, at the end, they bring out what they call ooey gooey toffee cake with a scoop of ice cream, which was fabulous as well. I've heard, I've heard about it um, from a lot of places and a lot of people, but I've never actually had to, uh, got to try it myself until that night which it, it really did live up to the hype and zach was feeling sad because had we not had our one-year-old daughter i would have very desperately needed to go to bed he would have ordered himself another one which i probably would have too because i thought it was really good i was i was pleasantly surprised for like family yeah. style dessert in the oh and not only that but even like just the the meal in general i thought i don't know if you can have better food well we we haven't eaten dinner at it be our guest in Magic Kingdom, but I think we've eaten eaten everywhere else um, there, and I I think it was the best meal that I've had in Magic Kingdom. Table service, sure. Table service. Rest in peace to my turkey sandwich from Be Our Guest. Right. That was my favorite so. Magic Kingdom meal. So I would, but I would say that the food was very good. I liked that we could just kind of throw a couple pieces of turkey and a couple green beans at Catherine, and she was like, heck yeah, man, this is great. Um, I was very pleasantly surprised, and it really wasn't outrageously expensive for in-park family-style food, so I was, ultimately, I would refer it, and I would go again. I think also, if you have picky eaters in your family, there's, um, for it being a family style, I'm pretty sure you can get something there. I mean, for having if, turkey. If you have, when I have picky eaters in my family. And so you can, I mean, the turkey, pork, and, and, and pot roast, I mean, there's three completely and different things. And Yeah, I mean, there's, there's plenty of different things. <laughs> Everybody can just eat some macaroni picky and cheese. To eat. Um, so, yeah, I was, I really liked that. Uh, and then Sunday was Catherine's birthday, and we, we flew home. Um, we, we have pre-check. If you don't have pre-check, you got to get to the airport pretty early on a Sunday. There were a lot of people, and they have to try to social distance all the bodies. So it looked kind of like a zoo, and we were very fortunate to not have that issue. Um, so did that. I think that's about all we need to say about that. Yeah. Um, good time. Good weekend. Very fortunate to see my friends. Um we have very good weather, minus the couple hours on Sunday as well. Saturday. Or, yeah, you're right on Saturday. Um, but yeah, so our next trip is scheduled for May. We're going to Universal. Just Zach and I, not Catherine. Sorry, kiddo. Uh, she wouldn't like Universal anyway. Well, true. Um, okay, so, well, gosh, we've already been talking for an hour, so I just kind of want to touch on this briefly, um, kind of part of a PSA, but also just some things that I've noticed that I want to share because it's my podcast I'm going to. Um, so recently I have been booking a tremendous amount of last minute spring break, uh, President's Day weekend, just kind of long weekend, really in the first quarter, 
um, like Easter, that kind of stuff, vacations. Um, there is availability in the hotels. There are discounts available right at this moment. Um, a handful of them actually that still are showing availability. Uh, really the only park that is at capacity between now and like October is Hollywood Studios, which makes sense because Rise of the Resistance is the biggest deal. Um, and Hollywood Studios is the smallest park. So, Although um, I don't encourage people to wait, we do have some tips and tricks to seeing if capacity, you know, if, if people change their plans or do whatever um, that we can try to throw you in there last minute. But if you were considering doing a spring break, Easter, whatever uh, vacation to Walt Disney World, now is the time to act on it. Uh, I would say the same thing for Universal. A um, couple great discounts out right now. They're doing crowd control a little bit different. So we'll talk about the benefits to staying on property versus um, coming as just a ticket only guest. But truthfully, the way that Disney has their cancellation policy flexibility right now, um, it really is a very low risk investment should something come up that you need to account for um yeah i mean it's just it's a 200 dollars deposit to secure your yeah your and trip. final payment is due 30 days prior to travel but the travel with confidence policy has been extended through the end of april so um disney has waived all disney imposed fees for cancellation or modification of your travel package up to 24 hours prior to the day you check in so it's really very low risk if something were to happen or if something were not to check your boxes. Um, but it's, it's been kind of one thing where repeat guests have had a great time because you can just kind of hang out and it's been a really good experience for first time guests as well because you don't have to, okay, we have Chef Mickey's at 7.05 and then we have our first fast pass at 9.15 so we need to bust over there. Um, it really is a more laid back experience and I'm not going to pretend like the no people that we experienced a couple weeks ago is going to be the same as spring break, but it's going to be less crowded than a normal spring break. Um, partially because a lot of people are not comfortable traveling, which is perfectly fine. Um, but also because international travel is still suspended at this time. So we, we have, um, the advantage i guess of being domestic that we can still travel uh and hang out in florida so definitely recommend that but the other on the complete opposite end of the spectrum um i've gotten some feedback from families who are like you know what we're just kind of going to wait until either covid's under control or until cruise line is sailing you know whatever the hesitation may be and i totally respect it and i'm not trying to be pushy in any sense of the word i just want to make a couple of counterpoints to that um so as as travel starts to open up again and as the vaccine is more widely available people are going to start booking vacations and i want to make sure that you have the availability and the best pricing and the best way to do that is to book early so if you're like hey you know we want to 
do something for Thanksgiving with our whole family. Now is a really good time to sit down and talk about, hey, let's put down these $200 deposits. Let's make it to September and see how it's going. There's no harm in doing that because if you decide in whatever August that things just are not looking how you want, you can cancel and it's not a big deal. Yeah, there have been a lot of people cooped up for the past year and a half that haven't been on vacation that are just... They're antsy right now. They're ready yeah. to go. They're ready to go, waiting for it. And whenever, I, w- I don't want to say we get the all clear. Um, it's going to be bananas. But it, it, there's <laughs> going to be a lot of people that have been saving money that normally go here and here and here and here and here and haven't been anywhere. Yeah. That they're going to want to just, okay, here we go. We're doing it. Yeah. And you don't want to be the, the last one in line type of thing. Right. And you're limited on choices on where you can stay and what you can do. Well, and I, I don't usually throw this out because it sounds like a lame scare tactic, but there's traditionally a ticket price increase for Disney yeah. um, next, this weekend? Yeah. It's usually like the second or third weekend in... February and we didn't see it last weekend so we're kind of all anticipating that it's going to show up in the next couple of days um so there's that but um yeah I mean it, especially between world it, <clears throat> excuse me we don't have any information on Disneyland um other than they're going to start doing a special ticketed event soon but we don't know what that's going to entail we don't know who's invited um anything like that but cruise line is the other one that i've been getting a lot of pushback on and again i totally 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 get it like i understand not wanting to throw your money at something that you don't know is possible that said cruise ships have not left or not left ports with people on them since march of 2020 it so it's been at least it will be at least a year no longer because i mean most most cruise lines have canceled through april so it will be at least at least 13 months now that comes with a lot of families who have a tremendous amount of future cruise credit from last year and who are immediately booking the next available thing when their window opens so that they can be on the cruise ship for the next spring break or the next um, summer vacation or whatever that looks like. So the earlier you can jump on board, cruise line works a little bit different than just like a Walt Disney World hotel room. So it starts at one price and the more people book, the lower the, the supply, higher the demand. So the prices increase. So when you wait to book for a perfect example i had a family that was supposed to travel this past february and they were like i'm just not comfortable even if they're sailing i just don't know how i'm gonna feel about it let's look for like june well we looked for almost an identical itinerary for june and because so many people had already moved from june 20 to june 21 the there were like three more staterooms on the cruise ship and they were one of them was an inside stateroom for $9,000 and their whole vacation for February was like 3,500 bucks. And I'm like, are you reading me the right thing? Like, you know, I'm on the phone with this cast member and I'm like, are you sure you're telling me the right thing? She's like, it's the last one on the whole ship on that itinerary. So the demand for it is outrageously high. And I'm like, okay. So ultimately they ended up not doing it. Um, and they are rebooked for November. But if you wanted to be on a spring break cruise for 21 
and you're like, well, that's not happening. So let's wait, you know, let's, let's plan for 22. Don't wait, jump on the cruise ship right now, because there will not be a stateroom left with that can have your name on it. If you're going to wait a couple months before, or like Zach said, when we get the all clear, you know, if, if, and when, I guess we get the all clear to resume life as normal. Um, we are definitely, we're, we're looking at some heavy volume when we get the all clear. So if you'd like to plan, um, we're planning Disney world and universal through December, uh, 2021. I do have a list of, um, Walt Disney families for 2022. If you'd like to jump on that, um, I'm happy to, you know, shoot you an email when we have information about when those packages will be released. Um, and then cruise Disney cruise line is through May of 2022. So we are expecting summer of 2022 to be available hopefully soon. Um, but we'll have to, you know, we will keep you posted. So, anything else? No, we'll talk to you in a month. We don't know what we're going to be talking about yeah, yet. We'll I have see, we'll no see idea what we're going to talk to you about. <laughs> over the next month. But. Yeah, so hopefully we'll have some more exciting news to share with you. Um, if not, maybe we'll just play a game of like, would you rather or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if you have any questions. Oh, I also like that the game that my friends played where they read reviews, oh, the reviews. And, then, and then try to, to figure out what what restaurant it was or what hotel it could be about that was a pretty neat yeah we could do that well we'll do something um we'll touch base with you again next month um unless you'd like to chat sooner you can find me at rachel tilvis t-i-l-v as in victor at small world big fun on facebook or enchanted travel by rachel on instagram or at rachel r-a-c-h-e-l at smallworldbigfun.com With that, have a lovely weekend, and we will talk to you guys next month. Bye-bye. For more information about booking your vacation, please send me an email at rachel at smallworldbigfun.com or sending me a message on my Facebook page, Rachel Tilvis, Small World Big Fun. Have a magical day!